Hello, this is Tony Reid here again on Afternoon Delight with more of my favourite composers. And this time it's Stephen Sondheim II in memoriam. As I'm sure you're aware, Stephen Sondheim died rather suddenly on November the 26th, age 91. There has been an extraordinary outpouring of commentary about both the man and his music and lyric. To make the point, two shows of his were running in New York City at the time. Assassins, more of which later, off-Broadway, and the gender-bending version of Company on Broadway. The latter, which is one of the big hits of the season, closed almost before it started in 1980. Eighteen months later, it restarted with nearly all of its cast intact, only ten days before his death. As well as reading and listening to commentary and interviews with, uh, with Zontime on YouTube, and there is one that I must admit I haven't listened to, this is over six hours long, I, I have in the two years since my first Zontime afternoon delight, which was repeated just before Christmas, discovered many new gems and delights from his opus. This programme is, is therefore not an introduction to his life and works again, but a selection from these gems, including a number of outstanding performances performances I've come across. So this is more personal, and doubtless I'll be able to do another new programme in a year or so. One article I read was the 91 greatest Stephen Sondheim songs, and I was shocked how many of them I didn't, still didn't know. And of course, uh, some that I did know that were not included. Some of, uh, some of the songs that follow have appeared in episodes of Capity Gay, but none of them were in the first Sondheim programme I did on Afternoon Delight. But I will more or less stick to the chronology, so let's start with West Side Story, for which he wrote at least some of the lyrics, that's an interesting topic all on its own, at the age of 26, which wasn't a bad start really. I also like to start with an orchestral number. This is a problem for Sondheim, as very, very little, there's very little non-vocal concert pieces, so I decided it was logical to open with the prelude to West Side Story, even though it means starting a programme on Stephen Sondheim with music by Leonard Bernstein. But um, I'm sure you will understand there is a link. So let's listen to the prelude of West Side Story. This is the version in the symphonic dances that were that uh, Zondheim arranged just after the Broadway opening, and this is a 1961 recording of him performing them with the New York Philharmonic. So let's listen to the prelude to West Side Story, starting with those famous two notes. Thank you. 
Those two not notes dominate the score, and they are da da, an augmented fourth or a diminished fifth, depending which which way. It, it used to be called the devil in music, and it can uh, resolve up or down, as for example in Maria, Maria, which resolves it. So Bernstein could produce a complex score, but so could Zondheim, and I think, and that is another reason why. Um, it's not that outlandish to play a bit of Bernstein at this point. Zondheim similarly uses key themes in Sweeney Todd in, in particular, but also in other things. Uh, there will be more on West Side Story to follow in Capity Gay, with excerpts from different recordings, including the new film that's just come out. Then followed Gypsy. Again, he only wrote the lyrics, uh, but it's interesting how that brought out the best in the composer Jules Stein, who got on very well with Stephen Zondheim. The book was the book was written by by Arthur Lawrence, and he wrote a rather fun memoir called Original Story, I think about the year 2000. And he comments, Steve, Steve's on time, did the lyrics, which were remarkable, every one of them, and still are. No one is his equal. And Steve, despite his disappointment at being only the lyricist again, despite, despite whatever he felt about Jewel as a composer, worked better with Jewel than he had with Lenny Bernstein and pushed him to write a historic score. More than pushed helped. Jewel said without Steve, the music would not have been that good. Another generous composer. But, but Jewel was generous in all ways to everybody. 
But the first musical with words and music by Zondheim was a funny thing happened on the way to the forum. It's rather an atypical farce and is in many ways not considered a real Zondheim musical. It was just him sort of getting his foot in the door, as it were. The first real Stephen Zondheim work in the sense that it had an unusual plot and was not a traditional musical was the satirical disaster Anyone Can Whistle in 1964. Again, the book was by Arthur Lawrence, as were, as were West Side Story and Gypsy. Despite being Angela Lansbury's first, first Sondheim Scott show, Anyone Can Whistle ran on Broadway for only nine performances, possibly the most famous flop in Broadway history. Zondheim has admitted that he was probably rather too clever by half. There have been a few revivals, or one is about to happen in London, uh, but like many of the lesser-known Zondheim scores, a number of the songs have, have been more successful. So here's two of them that I've discovered. I'm taking some pieces from CD, but most from YouTube, and especially two very interesting concerts. Uh, this is also to get some interesting performances, I might add. There's, there's the Carnegie Hall, there's a Carnegie Hall tribute from 1992. There's the 80th birthday celebration in 2010, which was a real big one. And then the 90th birthday celebration, Take Me to the World of 2020, which was done on Zoom as a remote online tribute. It was an amazing success, considering the problems uh, that Zoom tended to present. The first song from Anyone Can Whistle is from the last of these, the 90th birthday tribute, with so little to be sure of. It was originally a duet, but often done as a solo, or like quite a few Zondheim duets are done. Here it is sung as a solo in 2020 by Brandon Uranovitz, um, who is a popular Broadway star, now appearing in the off-Broadway production of Assassins. So, with a little to be sure of from Anyone Can Whistle. With so little to be sure of If there's anything at all If there's anything at all I'm sure of Here and now And us together All I'll ever be I owe you if there's anything to be Being sure enough of you Makes me sure enough of me Thanks for everything we did Everything that's past Everything that's over Too fast None of it was wasted All of it will last Everything that's here and now And us together It was marvelous to know you And it isn't really through Life we live in Can't complain about the time we're given With so little 
to be sure of in this world. Hold me, hold me. One of the songs from Anyone Can Whistle, which is most regularly performed separately, is, co is called There Won't Be Trumpets. And the performance here is on a 1990s disc by the soprano Dawn Upshaw. <laughs> In 1965, Sondheim did his last show with someone else's music, in this case, Richard Rogers. He has said that Do I Hear a Waltz is his only real regret. His argument is that he did it to fulfil a promise to Oscar Hammerstein, his mentor, uh, to work with Rogers after Hammerstein's death. Uh, moreover, he felt the topic did not really merit a show. It is based on a play by Arthur Lawrence, the fourth and last time that they worked together. But the main problem was with Richard Rogers. He was probably past his best, and indeed the reviews were particularly hard on the music. But still, a few numbers survive. 
whilst following a, fa- a favourite Broadway star of, of mine called Claiborne Elder, who is on video from a concert revival of 2016 in a series called Encores at New York City Centre, I discovered a delightful duet. We're gonna be all right. Arthur Lawrence tells the story of this duet's beginning. The songwriter procedure Dick and Steve followed was first the melody, then the lyric. That in itself is interesting because that's how Richard Rogers worked with, with Lawrence Hart, but not how he worked with Oscar Hammerstein, who insisted on writing the lyrics first. And Rogers was apparently quite happy with that. One just, just assumes he decided that Zondheim wasn't experienced enough to, uh, to merit that approach. Dick was at the piano at the stage of the colonial. The whole company gathered to hear the new song to be sung by the pretty stupid wife and her anguished husband. Uh, Dick had previewed the tune to applause. And indeed, I think it's one of the nicest tunes that I've heard from this. It's a very sprightly little tune. Steve came in and handed the lyric to him. I had seen it. It was not the expected boy-girl number the tune suggested. It fit the melody for the first deceptive chorus and played it again for the second chorus with an edge that was sharp, satiric and slightly nasty. The song was moved up and out of its conventional doldrums by that lyric. Dick read it. His face reddened. He flipped the lyric to the floor. This is shit, he furiously contemptuous. I'm not going to let my singers sing shit like this. I think my singers was worse than shit. The company stood frozen as a photograph, horrified, embarrassed and eager to run to a telephone. So the words had to be changed for the original show and the original cast album has this rather weak version. It's interesting that every single version that's appeared on YouTube, and there's quite a few of them, have used Zondheim's original words. So I'm not playing you the Claiborne Elder uh, version, partly because of the sound quality just isn't good enough, Uh, but I'm doing it from the 80th birthday concert and the introduction of who's performing is in this clip. Our next song is from Hüre ich eine Walzer... I'm sorry. (laughs) Do I hear a waltz? with music by Richard Rogers. These original lyrics are a little naughtier than the ones that actually ended up in the show, and here to sing it for you is the naughtiest couple on Broadway, Marin Maisie and Jason Danieli. Honey Bunch, sad to say, but I have a hunch. Screen romances went out to lunch. That's no reason to pout. Don't look bleak, happy endings can spring a leak Ever after can mean one week, we're just having a drought Smile and sweat it out If we can just hold on, we'll have compatibility No need to worry, we're gonna be alright One day the ache is gone, there's nothing like senility So what you hurry, we're gonna be alright Meanwhile relax, I'll take a lover, you take a lover When that's played out, they'll get the axe We can retire, sit by the fire, fade out We'll build our house upon the rock of my virility We better scurry, we're gonna be all night Boy, we're gonna be all right. I was- 
was told Just be faithful and never scold Sounded easy so I was sold I've been miserable since I was taught When a prince and a dragon fought That the dragon was always caught Now I don't even wince When it eats the prince I know the perfect pair Their lives are at the pinnacle But how do we know They're gonna be alright The bride is slightly square The groom is slightly cynical A little vino They're gonna be alright She aims to please She has a baby Then though they may be having fine times When there's a crease She has another Now she's a mother Nine times It all went wrong But where? Details are slightly clinical She's out in Reno The kids adored the flight Hey ho They're gonna be alright Things will heal I know couples who look ideal They no longer know what they feel They've been practicing charm All is well least as far as their friends can tell Please ignore the peculiar smell There's no cause for alarm Mildew will do harm What if her brain is dead? What if he's ineffectual? They, they look, look delicious, delicious. They're, They're gonna be alright They both go right to bed When they feel intellectual No one's suspicious They're gonna be alright Who's on the skids? She'll go to night school If it's the right school, he'll permit her They love their kids, they love their friends too Lately he tends to hit her Sometimes she drinks in bed Sometimes he's homosexual But, But why, why be vicious? They, they keep, keep it out of sight Good show, they're gonna be alright And so Sondheim's first bit, real big success doing his own thing it came in 1970 on the musical Company. This is the first of his musicals produced by Hal Prince, in this case with a book by George Firth, one of his group of favourite writers. Um, it is the first work in which, which was to become typical, a concentration on theme rather than plot, which of course also makes his shows all different from each other. There's a lovely story that Lin-Manuel Miranda tells. He was uh, quite close to Zondheim uh, from when he was younger, and he used to send, his, um, uh, send some of his numbers to him. And he'd done In the Heights, which, were, uh, which of course, was a film last year. And Zondheim said, what are you working on now? And he said, oh, I'm thinking of doing something, something on Alexander Hamilton. And he said, oh, wonderful, completely different. <laughs> so that's what... Company, company was all about relationships and particularly marriage. Like all of Zondheim's great successes, it was not a big commercial hit. He has no Andrew Lloyd Webber, uh, but, it, but it had set a trend for a number of revivals, unequaled by any other composer. 
uh, company has even recently been radically updated by switching the gender of several major roles, including the lead, which has given it a whole new life. All that approved by Stephen Sondheim. I'm doing just one song from Company. Another Hundred People is one of his most revered songs. It is seen by many as one of the ultimate songs about New York. It's sung in the show by a minor character, originally a woman and now a man in the revival. Uh, but, but I will play from a record album, Don't Monkey With Broadway, by the acknowledged current queen of Broadway, Patti LuPone. She actually stars in the current Broadway revival of Company, where she doesn't sing this. But here she is on the recording, Another Hundred People. Another hundred people just got off of the train and came up through the ground While another hundred people just got off of the bus and are looking around At another hundred people who got off of the plane and are looking at us Who got off of the train and the plane and the bus Maybe yesterday It's a city of strangers Some come to work, some to play A city of strangers Some come to stare, some to stay And every day The ones who stay Crowded streets and the guarded porch By the rusty fountains and the dusty trees With the battered barge And they walk together past the posted walls With a crude remark And they meet at parties with the friends of friends Who they never know Will you pick me up or do I meet you there Or shall we let it go Did you get my message cause I look in vain Can we see each other Tuesday if it doesn't rain Look I'll call you in the morning and another hundred people just got off of the train It's a city of strangers Some come to work, some to play A city of strangers Some come to stare, some to stay And every day Some go away Or they find each other in the crowded streets And the guarded parks by the rusty fountains and the dusty trees with the battered parks And they walk together past the posted walls with the crude remarks And they meet at parties with the friends of friends who they never know Will you pick me up or do I meet you there or shall we let it go? Did you get my message cause I looked in vain? Can we see each other Tuesday if it doesn't rain? Look I'll call you in the morning or my service will explain Another hundred people just got off of the train And another hundred people just got off of the train And another hundred people just got off of the train And another hundred people just got off of the train And another hundred people just got off of the train After Company came Follies in 1971 this time the theme is nostalgia for the old days of vaudeville on Broadway and the musical style is very much that of pastiche. Four of the leads for, uh, form two married couples whose marriages are now not doing very well. And here we have a flashback of their younger selves uh, at the beginning of their careers performing two inter cleverly intermingled duets in a most nostalgic style. So first of all you hear... You hear the first couple singing, You're Gonna Love Tomorrow. And then the second one, Love Will See Us Through, 
till something better comes along, which is a classic Sondheim line. And they sing that, and then the two merge, and they all sing it at the same time. This is the version performed in the 80th birthday concert uh, by Matt Kavanagh, Jen Colella, Bobby Steggert, and Laura Osnes. The only one I've actually heard of is Matt Kavanagh, who had just played Tony in a major revival of West Side Story. And this is a gem I only discovered a a few weeks back. So let's listen to this quartet singing You're Gonna Love Tomorrow and Love Will See Us Through. What will tomorrow bring, the pundits query? Will it be cheery? Will it be sad? Will it be birds in spring or harakiri? Don't worry, dearie. Don't worry, lad. I'll have our future soon, your whim, blue chip preferred. Thing together, aren't you glad? Each day from now will be the best day you ever had. <laughs> You're gonna love tomorrow. You're gonna be with me. You're gonna love tomorrow. I'm giving you my personal guarantee. <laughs> Say toodaloo to sorrow <laughs> and fare thee well on we. You gotta laugh tomorrow as long as your tomorrow is spent with me. Today was perfectly perfect, you say. Well, don't go away, cause if you think you like today, you're gonna love tomorrow. Mm, you stick around and see. And if you love tomorrow And think of how it's gonna be Tomorrow's what you're gonna have A lifetime of with me <laughs> Sally dear, now that we're man and wife I will do wonders to make your life Soul-stirring and free of care If we fight I'll concede. Furthermore, dear, should your ego need bolstering, I'll do my share. But though I'll do my utmost to see you never frown, and though I'll try to cut most of our expenses down, I've some traits I'll warn you to which you'll have objections. I too have a corn you. Oh, well, and they make a rotten host. You tell me. No matter what goes wrong, love will see us through to something better comes along. I may vex your folks. Okay, I may interrupt your jokes. You may, but if I come on too strong, love will see us through to something better comes along. I may play cards all night and come home at three. 
Just leave a light on the porch for me. Well, nobody's perfect. I may trump your ace. Please do. I may clutter up the place. Me too. But the minute we embrace to love's old sweet song, to you that see us through to something better comes along. Huh? Girls. They're gonna love tomorrow. Oh well, I think they're gonna rotten host. You tell me no matter what goes wrong. I'm not the new person. Say to lose sorrow. Okay, I'm gonna interrupt your jokes. You know that I cannot do wrong. Love is My other song from Follies is one of his most famous. I actually went to a performance towards the end of the first the first run of the show in New York in 1972. I went mostly because it starred a former famous film star, Yvonne De Carlo, who sang the showstopper, I'm Still Here. So we could listen to her rendition, which is the favourite of many, and I was planning to do that until I came across this extraordinary performance at the 80th birthday concert again by the 85-year-old Elaine Stritch, one of Stephen Sondheim's most legendary performers. So here she is, belting it out. I'm still here. times and bum times I've seen them all and my dear I'm still here plush velvet sometimes sometimes just pretzels and beer but I'm here I've stuffed the dailies in my shoes strummed ukuleles sung the blues Seen all my dreams disappear But I'm here I've slept in shanties Guest of the WPA But I'm here Danced in my scanties Three bucks a night was the pay But I'm here I've stood on bread lines with the best Watched while the headlines did the rest In the depression, was I depressed? Nowhere near I met a big financier So I'm here I've been through Gandhi Wally and Windsor, 
said she's sincere so I'm here black sable one day next day goes into hot but I'm here top billing Monday Tuesday you're touring in stock but I'm here first you're another slow eyed bear someone's mother then your camp then you career from career to career I'm almost through my memoirs and I'm here I've gotten through hey lady aren't you who's this wow what a looker you were or better yet Sorry, Jesus, I thought you were hooses. Whatever happened to her? Good times and bum times. I've seen them all, my dear. Still here. Plush bell, but sometimes. Sometimes just bristles and beer. I have run the gamut. A to Z. Three chairs, damn it. Say me, I got through all the last year, and I'm here. Christ knows, at least I was there. Not surprisingly, um, that song became the Broadway anthem after the big shutdown in March 2020. The finale and the 90th birthday online spectacle has absolutely everybody joining in it. 
Then came Stephen Sondheim's most popular show, A Little Night Music of 1973, partly because it contains his big hit, Send in the Clowns, which has rather embarrassed him in a way because his songs are all for very specific contexts and and written as if they are little short plays with a beginning, a middle and an end, as Oscar Hammerstein taught him. But instead of Send in the Clowns, I will do the song by the mother of the leading role, an elderly lady called Madame Armfelt, who nostalgies over her liaisons. And there were lots of examples, again, on YouTube to choose from. The role was created by Hermione Gingold and was also performed on the first on the first uh, US tour uh, by Margaret Hamilton. Yes, the Wicked Witch of the West from The Wizard of Oz. Um, she had a quite an interesting and varied career, not just flying a broomstick and wearing green makeup. Heather Begg sang it in Canterbury Opera. I saw that in 2004 with my mother, and that's on YouTube. Cyan Phillips and lots of others. Stephen Sondheim does write so well for old ladies. But no doubt in my mind when I heard this, who would win the prize? Here is Angela Lansbury at the Olivier Awards tribute to Stephen Zondheim in London in 2011. So we have the second 85-year-old genius in a row singing. So I'll leave her to do the intro as well. We we have a little unexpected bit of entertainment from yours truly at this point. And... uh, (laughs) Stephen and Cameron are going to sit over there (laughs) and listen. (laughs) I'm not not going to sing something you don't already know, Stephen. You understand that. But I would add that in 1975, there was a wonderful production of A Little Night Music. Uh, And in that production, my darling, dear, dear friend was Gene Simmons. And also, of course, the great Hamani Gingold, who played the role of Madame Armfeld, a very ancient old bird of a woman who had been a great courtesan in her day. And during this little song that I'm going to sing for you, discusses her past. the villa of the Baron de Signac, where I spent a somewhat infamous year. At the villa of the Baron de Signac, I had ladies in attendance, fireable pendants, liaisons, what's happened to them, liaisons today. Disgraceful What's become of them Some of them Hardly pay their shoddy way What once was a rare champagne Is now disfamable hawk What once was a villa at least Is digs What once was a gown with train Is now just a simple little frock What once was a sumptuous feast Is figs even figs, raisins, our liaisons. Oh dear, well, where was I? Where am I? Where am I? Oh yes, 
at the palace of the Duke of Ferrara, who was prematurely deaf, but a dear. At the palace of the Duke of Ferrara, I acquired some position, plus a tiny tuition. Liaisons, what's happened to them? Liaisons today. To see them, indiscriminate women, it pains me more than I can say. The lack of taste that they display. Where is style? Where is skill? Where is forethought? Where's discretion of heart? Where's passion in the art? Where's craft? With a smile and a will, but with more thought. I acquired a chateau extravagantly overstuffed. Too many people muddle sex with mere desire, and when emotions intervene, the next descend. It should on no account perplex or worse inspire. It's but a pleasurable means to a measurable end. Why does no one comprehend? Well, let us hope this lunacy is just a trend. Oh, now let me see. Where was I? Where was I? Where was I? Oh yes, at the castle of the king of the Belgians. We would visit through a false chiffonier. In the castle of the king of the Belgians. When things got rather touchy, deeded me a duchy. Liaisons, what's happened to them? Liaisons today, untidy. Take my daughter, I taught her. I tried my best to point the way. I even named her Desiree. In a world where the kings are employers, where the amateur prevails and delicacy fails to pay, in a world where the princes are lawyers, what can anyone expect except? To recollect this. In 1979 came his masterpiece, uh, though Sweeney Todd was initially far from a great success. In fact, ironically, in London, it was originally quite a failure, considering how many revivals have been in London since. And I've even seen it twice in Wellington. 
In the first programme, I, um, I set the scene with the remarkable prologue. This time, it's a favourite number from Act Two. After all the noise and bustle of the crowd screaming for more delicious pies and Sweeney setting up his chair of execution, we have a calm, quite serene scene. Young Antony repeats parts of his beautiful love song, Joanna. Joanna replies, the old woman rants and r rants and warns, while Sweeney calmly sings of his beautiful daughter, while slitting a series of throats. It's typical Zondheim, with the music deliberately contradicting what is happening on the stage. The version I am playing is a 2014 acted concert performance in the Lincoln Centre in New York. J. Armstrong Johnson, who plays Anthony, he's a favourite of mine, and I think his voice really fits this role like a glove. Audra MacDonald as the beggar woman warning anybody who'll listen. Aaron Mackey as Joanna and Bryn Turfel as Sweeney, a Welsh opera star who has really taken to own the part. So the Joanna Quartet from Act Two of Sweeney Todd. My little dove, my sweet Joanna. I'll steal you, Joanna. Goodbye, Joanna. You're gone and yet you're mine. I'm fine, Joanna. Sign of the devil, city on fire. Witch, witch, smell it, sir. An evil smell every night at the Vespers bell. Smoke that comes from the mouth of hell. City on fire. City on fire. Mischief, mischief, mischief.
And if I never hear your voice, my turtle dove, my dear, I still have reason to rejoice. The way ahead is clear, Joanna. And in that darkness when I'm blind with what I can't forget, it's always morning in my mind, my little love, my pet, Joanna. I knew you'd come for me one day, come for me one day. You stay, Joanna. A star buried sweetly in your yellow hair. A shooting star. There, there. Somebody, somebody, look up there. Didn't I tell you smell that air? City on fire. Quick, miss, run and tell. Warn him all of the witches. Smell them. It is, it is. The unholy spell. Tell to the people and the police as well. Tell them, tell them. Until the day I die, I think I miss you less and less as every day goes by, Joanna. Joanna. With you beside me on Sunday, Mary, and you'd be beautiful and pale and look too much like her. If only angels could prevail, we'd be the way we were, Joanna. Wake up, Joanna. Another bright red day. We learn, Joanna, to say. I'll steal In 1981, Merrily We Roll Along opened on Broadway after a chaotic series of preview performances and has an initial run of only 16 performances. But it has since been revived quite a bit, uh, last year in Sydney, for example, and has quite a devoted band of followers. And, of course, there are lots of numbers which have become popular outside the actual show. Uh, One of these is Not A Day Goes By. 
a song that has been much adopted by Bernadette Peters, who is a, a star of many of the later Zondheim musicals and revivals. Here she is singing it at the 1992 Carnegie Hall celebration. After the disappointment of Merrily, Zontime almost gave up, but was inspired by a new writer, James Lupine, and Sunday in the Park with George, 
um, opened in 1984. It's based on a painting, A Sunday Afternoon on the Island of La Grande Jatte by Georges Seurat. Um, like other Zondheim shows, it wasn't a big commercial hit, but has been much revived. A recent Broadway revival starring Jake Gyllenhaal apparently broke the weekly box office record on Broadway. In 1987, there followed Into the Woods, one of his most popular shows. I'm only playing one number from that, The Witch's Rap. It's a rather delightful version by Neil Patrick Harris in the 90th birthday online tribute. He is assisted by a couple of children, and it's rather fun. In the past... When your mother was with child, she developed an unusual appetite. She took one look at my beautiful garden and told your father that what she wanted more than anything in the world was greens, greens, and nothing but greens, parsley, peppers, cabbages, and celery, asparagus, and watercress, and fiddle ferns, and lettuce. He said, all right, but it wasn't quite, because I caught him in the autumn in my garden one night. He was robbing me, raping me, rooting through my rutabagas, raping my arugula, and ripping up the rampion, my champion, my favorite. I should have laid a spell on him right there. I could have turned him into stone, or a dog, or a chair. Or a pass or a psych. But I let him have the ramp in. I'd lots to spare. In return, however, I said, fair is fair. You can let me have the baby that your wife will bear. And we'll call it square. I had a brother? No. But you had a sister. I thought I had been more than reasonable. How was I to know what your father had also hidden in his pocket? What? Beans. The special beans. I'd let him go. I didn't know he'd stolen my beans. I was watching him crawl back over the wall and then bang, crash, the lightning flashed. Oh, well, that's another story. Never mind. Anyway, at last the big day came. I made my claim. Oh, don't take away the baby. They shrieked and screeched, but I did. And I hit her where she'll never be reached. Your father cried. Your mother died. And for extra measure, I I said, sorry, I'm still not mollified. And I laid a little spell on it. You too, son. That your family tree would always be a barren one. So there's no more fuss and there's no more scenes and my garden thrives. You should see my nectarines, but I'm telling you the same. I tell kings and queens to never, never, ever mess around with my greens, especially the beans. And of course, in his next production, Sondheim turned full circle yet again. And Assassins of 1990 um, is another review-style piece, and I'm, I'm, I'm reading from a description of it uh, in an article, Five Best Stephen Sondheim Musicals, and it's interesting they should include Assassins, because it's still not very well known. 
It's one of his edgier musicals in regard to the subject matter. It features the many men and women who have tried to assassinate a US president. The songs by each assassin reflect the time in which the assassin lived. And the figures Zondheim highlights include John Wilkes Booth and, and assassinations from the 1840s to the 1980s. The assassin stories come together around Lee Harvey Oswald as they encourage him to shoot Kennedy and join their infamous rank. While the musical takes some of the most serious, disturbing and upsetting moments from American history, it does so with a dark humour that maintains the event's serious nature whilst lampooning the motivations and personalities of the assassins. There's even a final jaunty number, Everybody Has the Right to Dream, which really rather sums it up. He adds, it's also a great, if not entirely accurate, history lesson. And the original off-Broadway show was not really a success. It ran for about 70 performances. In 2004, there was a Broadway revival with Neil Patrick Harrison, and it won the Tony Award for Best, uh, for best Musical Revival. So there you go. And not long ago, I came across the Ballad of Booth, as performed in the t 1992 Carnegie Hall tribute. And this is by the two originals, because at that point, the first run had only just happened. Uh, the two originals... Patrick Cassidy as the balladeer narrator and Victor Garber, who was the original Anthony and Sweeney Todd and has done quite a lot of Zondheim, as one of the most infamous of the assassins, John Wilkes Booth, the killer of Abraham Lincoln. I think it's a marvellous piece which speaks for itself. Booth was an extreme racist, which is, I warn you, reflected in some of the language he uses. So here is the ballad of Booth. Someone tell the story Someone sing the song Every now and then the country Goes a little wrong Every now and then a madman's Bound to come along Doesn't stop the story Story's pretty strong Doesn't change the song Johnny Booth was a handsome devil Got up in his rings and fancy silks Had him a temper but kept it level Everybody called him Wilkes Why did you do it, Johnny? Nobody agrees You who had everything What made you bring a nation to its knees? Some say it was your voice had gone Some say it was booze They say you killed a country, John Because of bad reviews Johnny lived with a grace and glitter Kinda like the lives he lived on stage Died in a barn in pain and bitter Twenty-seven years of age Why did you do it, Johnny? Throw it all away why did you do it, boy? Not just destroy the pride and joy of Illinois But all the USA Your brother made you jealous, John You couldn't fill his shoes Was that the reason? Tell us, John Along with bad reviews Damn you, Lincoln, you had your way Tell boy With blood you drew out of blue and gray Tell boy Tell them till they listen She said, damn you, Lincoln, and damn the day 
threw the U out of USA. He said, Hunt me down, smear my name, say I did it for the fame. What I did was kill the man who killed my country. Now the Southland will mend, now this bloody war can end. Because someone slew the tyrant Just as Brutus slew the tyrant He said, damn you, Lincoln, you righteous whore Tell him, tell him what he did You turn your spite into civil war Tell him, tell him the truth and more Tell him, boy, tell him how it happened How the end doesn't mean that it's over How surrender is not the end Tell him how the country is not what it was Where there's blood in the clover How the nation can never again Be the hope that it was How the bruises may never be healed How the wounds are forever how we gave up the field, but we still wouldn't yield. How the Union can never recover from that vulgar, high and mighty nigger lover. Never, 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 never. Oh, the country is not what. It was Damn my soul If you must Let my body Turn to dust Let it mingle With the ashes of Curse me to hell Leave it to history to tell What I did, I did well And I did it for my country Let them cry, dirty traitor They will understand it later The country is not what it was. Johnny Booth was a headstrong fella. Even he believed the things he said. Some called him noble, some said yellow. What he was is off his head. How could you do it, Johnny? Calling it a cause You left a legacy of butchery and treason We took eagerly And thought you'd get applause But traitors just get jeers and boos Not visits to their graves While Lincoln, who got mixed reviews Because of you, John, now gets only raves Damn you, Johnny Of 
Because madmen have had their say But only for a day Listen to the stories Hear it in the songs Angry men don't write the rules And guns don't write the wrongs Hurt so wild but soon the country's Back where it belongs And that's the truth Still and all Damn you, Booth And Assassins increasingly has a number of revivals and... uh, as, as there is one off-Broadway at the moment. And fairly major stars queue up to be in even some of the smaller parts in it. I, I would actually love to see it. It's, it sounds a really fascinating musical. Zondheim's last completed musical about um, a couple of brothers called the Misner Brothers, who you don't need to know anything about for this song. He returned uh, to his old producer colleague, Hal Prince, for the first time since Merrily We Roll Along in 1981, which may, which, which may have been a bad omen. This went through a number of changes in different titles, and the final version called Roadshow was finally produced off-Broadway in 2008, and none of its various versions were particularly successful. There have been revivals, but not very many. In the 2003 version, which was called Bounce, a duet was written for a married couple, the best thing that has ever has happened. In Roadshow, this became a duet between two men, one of the brothers and a young man called Hollis Bessemer. It is considered uh, Zondheim's best and most sincere love duet. In the last Zondheim compilation of his shows, where relatively unknown pieces are often showcased, both versions are sung simultaneously. Uh, But most say that the second all-male version is the better of the two, possibly because Zondheim himself had finally met the love of his life at the time. In Roadshow, the part of Hollis was was sung by, by a young actor called Claiborne Elder, who I mentioned earlier who has since gone on to have quite a Zondheim-centred career, um, including the current uh, revival of Company. He has included this, uh, this duet in his solo recitals, another example of where a duet can become a fairly successful solo. So here he is singing it in 2012. Uh, the best thing that has ever happened to me from, from Roadshow, sung by Clay Elder. Say we all find 
close with the number which always seems to conclude tributes to Stephen Zondheim. At the end of Act One of Sunday in the Park with George, the famous picture in the park is set up to this rather dreamy chorus, Sunday. It is certainly atmospheric and is so well known that Jonathan Larson did a brilliant pastiche of it in Tick, Tick, Boom. Um, if you want to, I do recommend Tick, Tick, Boom, by the way. It's a new musical film on Netflix and is very much worth watching. So, uh, let us listen to Sunday, uh, taken from the original production track.
Just love that final trumpet note before the before the last chord. That was Sunday from Sunday in the Park with George, the original cast album with Mandy Patinkin. As I said, Stephen Zondheim died on Friday the 26th of November and on the Sunday morning most of Broadway assembled in Times Square and gave a very emotional performance of Sunday. As that as actor Nathan Lane says in his tribute in the 90th birthday online concert, always perform with a genius if you can. It's worth it. Even though some geniuses can be really difficult people. But Stephen Zondheim was that rare beast, a genius who was also a truly kind human being. I hope you enjoyed my tribute to Stephen Zondheim and perhaps some of his lesser-known pieces that have caught my attention. Goodbye. This programme is made with assistance from New Zealand On Air for radio broadcast and through the accessmedia.nz website. Thank you, New Zealand On Air.